Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, back away from your mic just a little bit. Uh, am I too close now? Well, at the, in that exact uh, announcement of your name, it was just kind of like, grow. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Like, no, it's okay. It's a learning curve because we're, again, not all in the same room. Two of us are because, you know, we're here anyway. Mm-hmm. The germs have been shared, if yeah. they're going to be. We've touched the same doorknobs. We've used the same utensils. <laughs> it's, it would have happened by now uh, if it was going to, I think. I so. Hope so. Uh, but Joe's quarantined over there at his home. So how how is quarantine been going for you guys? We're now on week two of quarantine. How, how are you guys handling social distancing? I still have to go to work. Uh, yeah, same here. So I still work my regular shift and stuff, so it doesn't feel all that weird. You know, uh, I'm only pretty much just home Saturday and Sunday like normal. So yeah, because you guys are a huge change for me. Yeah, you guys are self-confessed introverts who constantly say you you don't do anything. So, so is this at all different for you? The fact that like grocery stores are open weird hours and like, does it, is, does anything feel different or does it feel like business as usual but joe you don't come here and john you don't go to his house <laughs> yeah like i don't go to week. joe's <laughs> uh I'm, no I, I would still like go out and get food i, I think the yeah. not going out to like fast food and stuff is the thing that's the, the biggest weirdest change which i guess is good for the wallet and probably my heart yeah uh but uh yeah i mean for the most part it's not significantly different well, I'm fearing losing my job every day. So they uh, they laid off 20% of the company on Thursday. Uh, so all of us kind of sat around waiting for the phone call to go upstairs, get told that we need to go home. Uh, and then they said that they're now going to be checking our temperatures twice a day. Oh, fun. So we all get to wait in line to get our temperature checked. Six feet apart, I hope. Though we're supposed to be social distancing. It makes no sense. Huh. I mean, Especially good that they're since using a rectal thermometer. <laughs> that's what I asked for, though. Yeah, that's why he's been limping every day when he gets home. No, they haven't started it yet. It'll, by Monday, oh, okay. I will be limping. Gotcha. Um, but they like cut hours and everything like that, and so now my whole like schedule's thrown off. So I can't sleep, and then I have to go into work later, later and leave earlier. It's just, it's interesting. But I'm not sick, so yeah, and I'm... I have a job. Count your blessings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's weird for me because now there are more people around during the day, whereas like before I would be at home by myself, and now there are people. Yeah, and that's weird to me. <laughs> like normally I'd be like, oh, I'll go in the middle of the day to go grocery shopping because that's how my schedule works, and now there are like people there at the grocery store when I would, normally would be, you know, dead empty. Yeah, um, I mean, I would normally go grocery shopping at like eleven o'clock. I just go to like the twenty-four hour Walmart or the the shop right but everything's yeah. closing at eight now because they gotta restock all the shelves and so, disinfect everything yeah so i, I like i i have to go you know I have to, I have to wait for the weekend to, to go shopping like i went to target last uh yesterday uh just to grab some like you know random supplies i was like yeah you know what probably a good idea to stock up on like toothpaste and yeah and you know shit like that just so i don't have to go out again later on um and uh, like I, I realized now I understand how um, like Batman vision works like in video games you know how like Batman had detective vision yeah. Days Gone had survivor's vision 
uh, Tomb Raider had uh, Hunter Vision, like walking through that store, like I'm like dart, like looking around, like at everything going like, okay, who's touched that? Like how much has that been interacted with? Like my brain is like processing things faster now. It seems like. Are you seeing uh, actual germ microbes? Like, cause that's what you would in detective vision. Like, are you seeing the actual like amoeba shape on things that look gross? Not <laughs> yet. Like a, a I black white eye. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, I, 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 handed my, I handed my credit card o- over to somebody and like in my mind, I'm like seeing every person that's like touched her, like every other credit card she's touched kind of thing. They put sneeze guards up at the grocery store. And uh, lines for the uh, cashiers now where it says like, stand here, put things on car uh, on conveyor belt. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> All right. Yeah. It's, it's gnarly. I just mm. think it's, like it just sucks that like because obviously I'm more of a social butterfly than you guys and like it really sucks not being able to just like lounge at somebody else's house mm-hmm. like because I don't even necessarily have to like be doing things like sometimes I'll just go to another person's house and we'll all sit there on our phones or playing on Switch or like watching TV and it's just weird to not be able to to do that right and now everything is done on like video conferencing apps and stuff which I don't really enjoy because I hate talking on the phone. So, like, I feel like it's that, but now I have to hold it in front of me so everyone can see that I'm, like, not paying attention to them or eating snacks or, like, doing whatever else I'm doing. I did go out and buy this thing that, like, goes around my neck and holds the phone in front of me that's been invaluable in these trying times. Nice. Well, why not just use your computer? Because uh, cause a lot of times I'm also, like, doing work on the computer. And so like, uh, I need to be focused yeah. on that or like I know I'm on the computer all day. I don't want to then be on it all night too. Like I like to disconnect and put it away sometimes. Uh, I mostly got the the neck thing because it'll be great to play remote play, which is good. Uh, oh, yeah. So you can have a screen close to your face and use your controller. Yeah. Without having to go buy one of those controller clips because every review is like it breaks. It doesn't come off. It doesn't stay on. It's too small. It's too big. Like none of the reviews I've read are good. No for the PlayStation controller. So this is actually works. I was playing uh, the motocross game just the other day, just sitting there. It was very nice. nice. I liked it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's just a, just a strange world. Yeah. You know, and I hope it's done soon. It probably won't be, but Easter is only two weeks away and we're supposed to be opened up by Easter. The economy and Jesus are very similar. They're both coming back on Easter. No, it will be great. Um, but yeah, Which I mean, is my birth. So that'd be a nice present. Oh, okay. We'll have to remember that. Your birthday yeah. is the same day that Jesus got resurrected, Joe? Well, it changes yeah. every year. It changes every year. <laughs> Just like Joe's birthday. It's I different think, every year. I think every, like, four years my birthday is on Easter. I think oh. it would be seven, wouldn't it? Um, no, because uh, leap days and oh, whatnot. Yeah, it yeah, jumps and things like that. So, uh, So, yeah, there you go. All right, well, obviously, you know, we try to do what we can to stay active and whatnot during social quarantine but mostly we're just sitting around playing video games so joe what'd you play this week uh i've been uh plugging away at uh animal crossing uh still playing that every day just making sure to do all my daily chores and stuff um does it still feel i realize i as it did uh, last, last week like playing this social gathering alone on an island game while also being under social distancing rules uh yeah like kind of there Oh, my dog's barking. Um, I've gotten to the point where um, I like realized you can like set up stuff all over the town, um, and uh, like I set up like chairs out by the beach just so like my character could go sit out on the beach and like stare out at the ocean. And I'm just sitting there going like, 
Oh, God, I wish that was me right now. Yeah, video games really let you do things that the real world doesn't. Especially right now. Like, I could go to the beach if I wanted to, but I can't. Yeah, I guess it would depend. Staying at the ocean going, like, oh, that'd be so fucking nice. I feel like you probably could. You just have to make sure that you're not there with other people. Because, like, Florida, the beaches are packed, but that's because people are stupid. Like, up here, they're probably not. I saw there was, like, some California guy who got... Yeah. Somebody Mm -hmm. in, like, California that got fined for surfing because you're not supposed to be outside. He's like, dude, I gotta catch a wave. And he's like, it's worth it. I'll just pay the fine. Yeah. Well, that's California. California has different lockdown rules than we do right now. But, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. That's what video games are for. They're an escape. And things that... They allow allow you to do things you can't do elsewhere. Yeah. But, like, uh, like as I'm playing it, I I don't know... I mean, I definitely must be doing something wrong because the way that the game works, everything is pretty much structured like by days. Like you do something and it says like come back tomorrow and then like X will be done. You know, you you pay to have your house renovated or you have pay to have like a a thing built. uh, And then the next day you come back and the thing is finished. Um, So it's very much structured where like everybody should pretty much be on the same uh, schedule as long as you're trying to do like everything every day. But I go online, I look at like everybody's things in Animal Crossing that they're like, they're showing off all the stuff they built, showing off all the, the you know, house designs and this and that. And I, I apparently am like way behind other people and I'm not even sure how that is possible. Um, I know there's ways to like cheat at the game and I guess people are probably doing that, but like I, I see other people's towns and stuff and they're all so much more developed than mine is. And I'm just like, am I like playing this wrong? Am I, am I screwing this up somehow? Is it a um, grinding thing? Like, are people just grinding more to get more well, coconuts it, or apples or whatever? I don't know. Whatever well, the take, thing is that you need. Do they have more bells this time or nook miles? Like, like they take a specific time to do, though. So, like, everyone should be playing it. Everyone got it the same day. So, if it takes a day to build something, it should take a day for everyone else. Yeah, but, like, can you start multiple projects in the same... Like, so can I go grind all day and then put up a cabin and a swing set and a town hall. And like, can I start all these projects? And then the next day I have five more buildings than you. Cause you didn't grind as much. Like, is that how uh, this no, game works? Us- or usually it's like, just kind of um, like a one project a day kind of thing. So like okay. uh, one of the initial things was to get like people to move to the town. A person moves to the town every like once a day essentially um at at that point like you have to you have to go get convince three people to move to the town and one person moves one day another person moves the second day another person person moves in the third day Uh, and then after that they're like okay now that there's more people in the town we can expand like the shop um and then that takes a day and then after that they're like okay now we can build like the town hall and then that takes a day so, yeah, it, it should be that everything is moving at the same um, speed. Uh, I think I might have screwed something up early on. I, maybe I could have moved people into the town faster, and that set me, like, a couple days behind. I'm not entirely sure. But, like, I see other people's towns, and they're completely more developed than mine. And, and I'm like, I either really suck at this, or I'm just, like, not creative. And everyone else is just better at making their towns look nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah it's entirely possible it's both now are you comparing this to people that you know or people that you're friends with in the game or are these people like that maybe got review copies early i mean like, i'm just looking at like, just what everyone's posting online gotcha oh so it's yeah. just regular people and stuff too. yeah yeah do you, 
Are you visiting other people's islands? Like, are you using any of the social aspects of the game at this point? Sure the only person, the only other person I know that has it is Carrie, and I've gone to her island, but um, that's about it. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I don't know anyone else that has a copy of the game right now. Well, there you go. Uh, Carrie does. No, he said that's the only I, one. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. said that. He did. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides Animal Crossing, I uh, downloaded the Resident Evil 3 demo. Okay. How is it? Um, I don't know if I'm just not in the mood to play it right now. Uh, which hopefully I <laughs> no, no, not necessarily that. Not not too close to home, you would say. No. Um, but um, I generally am not a big fan of demos anyway because like I just kind of just want to play the game usually like i know i know i'm gonna play resident evil 3 like i don't need a demo to convince me that it's good so usually i feel like demos are like almost kind of a waste of time as i'm playing it what does progress carry over uh not in this one that i know of i mean it's it like starts you like kind of towards a more like middle of the game aspect not like right at the very beginning gotcha um yeah um but I don't know why, like, something about it, maybe I should go back and play Res- the Resident Evil 2 again, just, like, to, to dick around and, you know, get myself even, like, more re-familiarized with it and compare it to Resident Evil 3. But, like, it might be because this one feels like it came so quickly. Like, it, it, Resident Evil 2 came out last year. Yeah. And now we have a sequel already coming out this year. Like, it, it does, in a way, feel kind of rushed. I don't know why particularly, like... The controls don't feel as tight to me, I would say. And maybe this is just because it's a demo, but the, the controls didn't feel as tight. Like, the certain aspects of it didn't feel... Uh, like, the, the gunfire in the game, like, didn't feel like it had much impact, I would say. Which is why I needed to go back and see if maybe it was the same. But, like, I'm, like, shooting at the zombies, and, like, it's just kind of, like, pop, 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 and then they just kind of fall over. Like, it didn't feel like it had any kind of weight behind the bullets. Hmm. Um, which, you know, you think they would have that part, like, down. Because this is pretty, yeah. pretty much just, like, reusing the same engine as the first game, or the last mm-hmm. game. No. Yeah. It's just Resident Evil um, 2, but the plot of Resident Evil 3. Like, yeah. Yeah. To remake, I mean, obviously. Yeah, but like I don't know, it like it, it didn't feel as polished to me for some reason. But it is a demo, so like I can't really yeah. compare the demo to a completed game. Yeah, uh, I'm sure once I have the actual like game and I start playing it like from the beginning, and I know I'm actually playing the game as opposed to just playing the demo, I'll probably you know get more into the swing of it. But like I don't know, the demo just kind of made me kind of go, nah, all right, yeah, it's it's Resident Evil Three, I guess. Yeah, you didn't need, like you said before, you didn't need to be wowed. You've played this game before. You know what this game is. It's just a matter of does it control well and does it, you know, feel like Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Which in some aspects, I guess you can get from the demo, but at the same time, like, you're not going to know until you get the game, what, next week? Right? Uh, Jesus, I don't even know what day it is anymore. I know. But you said it was on the 3rd. I just didn't know what today was. Yeah. We're recording this on the 29th. This goes out on the 30th, so it'll be okay, this upcoming yeah. so it'll Friday. So it'll be out on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did see a meme that was like, the only days that exist now are yesterday, today, and tomorrow. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what Monday is. I don't know what Wednesday is. It's just today, yesterday, and t- tomorrow. For most people. Obviously, you guys still have to go to work. But for 
for us non-essentials <laughs> get to stay home. Uh, nice. So, I mean, you're still looking forward to it. Obviously, this didn't sour you on Resident Evil 3. No, no, yeah. I'm still very much looking forward to the game. Um, hopefully, it actually arrives on Friday. Yeah, how did you have it ordered? Uh, uh, BestBuy.com. Oh, okay. Well, I originally had it set for store pickup, but then I was like, I don't even know if the store would be open uh, then, so I just switched to online. I feel like they're doing curbside pickup. I feel like most places I've gotten an email from, they're like, don't worry, we're still here for curbside pickup. Mm. Like, I got beer for curbside pickup the other day. I thought package stores were supposed to be open still. Package stores are, but this was, like, from the brewery down the street. Oh. I just, like, called. Like, I ordered online and then called, and they just, like, handed me a bag with my beer in it, and I drove away. <laughs> some very... places are doing... That sounds great. Yeah. Some places are doing, like, door-to-door delivery for alcohol. Yeah. 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 I you think they order... said, like, they... They relax the rules for, like, Grubhub and stuff so that they can deliver alcohol now. Yeah, because I think they said, like, restaurants that normally serve it with, like, Chili's, you can order a six-pack of beer to go with your, like, Chili's delivery order. Yeah. (laughs) Strange world. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, you should be good for the delivery from BestBuy.com, I would think. Just make sure to disinfect it when you get it. Yeah. Spray the box with Lysol or whatever. You gotta lick it before you bring it in. It's not a Switch game, John. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you don't need to force him to do that. Um, nice. Anything else that you played? Um, I started playing Doom 1 again, uh, just because I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll give this another try now that Doom 2 is out. Uh, I played like oh, the first Doom, two levels. Doom 2016 Doom. not Doom yeah, 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 Doom 2016. Oh. Yeah. I thought you meant Doom 1, the, the first Doom like that came out yeah. on Switch last year. Like you no, played that, no, okay, gotcha. No, no, yeah, uh, Doom 2016. I started playing that again just because I was like, I don't know, like I keep hearing how great Doom Eternal is, so maybe I'll give it another try. Yeah. Um, and I was having like fun with it, but I just wasn't like in the mood to play it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, right now I'm just kind of like trying different things, just trying to find something that will like hook me in right now. But because like Animal Crossing is fun, but it's something that you can really only play for like an hour before you run out of stuff to do and you have to wait for the next day to happen, you know, for like the next, you know, whatever project that you set aside to build is. So maybe um, you are playing it wrong. I've seen nothing but people online being like, I played Animal Crossing for four yeah. hours today. I mean, you you can if you want, but like you basically have like a set amount of tasks that you can complete. And then after that, you can just like go fishing or like, you know, gotcha. rearrange your house or uh just go hunt bugs and stuff but you know eventually that gets a little boring after a while yeah i've seen a lot of people with jars upon jars upon jars of spiders yeah mm-hmm. apparently tarantulas are a thing in that game yeah oh yeah those motherfuckers are everywhere yeah no thank you <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what about you john what'd you play this week uh, I've been playing more Call of Duty. Cause, yeah? yeah, it's hooked you. You're you're in on it now. Well, and also like I'm just out, out after work. I'm like not in the mindset to think about anything. Yeah, just everyone's stressed, so I am included in that. Uh, take so, that stress out on other people. Yeah, it's just nice to go and play some Call of Duty. Uh, Joe and I played last week. I played with you guys last week too. After we finished recording. Yeah. And Finally played some plunder. We came in what second? We won. Oh, we won? Yeah, yeah, And then Joe and I played again, and the game glitched out, and we got put on another team of three. So there's five of us on one team. What? And we also won. <laughs> Sick. In Plunder? Yeah, in, yeah, in Plunder. Yeah, Damn. that was really, really weird. 
me and John ended up in a game, but then there was like three other guys in our party and they're like all talking like they know each other. And I'm just sitting there quietly because I'm like, what's happening? Like, who the fuck are these three guys and how the hell are they in our party? And then we look and like, sure enough, like the, it was even like glitched because like you can't see. Uh, it shows like the three members of your team. So like it would only show three people and not show the other two people on the team. So we're just sitting there going like, is, are we in this game? Like what's like, how did these guys get here? We got very confused. And then we're just like, wait, like all three of us are on a party. This, this is fucking weird. Did we, were you guys able to talk to them? Like, Hey, yeah. we're here too. Yeah, no, they were talking. They were pretty chill and communicating huh. well enough. And one of them had never played this round or like mode before. Yeah, so yeah. like we were all kind of explaining it for him. I quite like that mode. I did have fun. Yeah. I like, granted we won and that made it better, but like uh I did legitimately like have fun playing it. It's it my cool. favorite of the, the two. Um so we played that and we won twice in a row. And nice. I did go and check to like make sure to see if it counted and sure enough if yeah. like your you know records or whatever, it says plunder, you know, two wins for me. Nice. Um and then I'm just going through and the season ends in like eight days now. So I'm trying to get all the way up to the hundredth rank of the season pass. Yeah. And I'm at like eighty five or something right now. Oh, so you're on what Joe did last season. Yeah. You're just you're just trying to get all of the Well, I'm just trying to crank it out. Because uh, once you get to the hundredth level, you get like a, a ghost skin and like a bunch of like other cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have enough money or like enough Call of Duty points or whatever CP to buy the next season pass, but I just want to get it done. Because yeah. I joined in late and yeah, you might um, as well get everything that you can out of it. Yeah, and like going through and doing the same thing that Joe was doing, like trying to defeat all the challenges and stuff like that. They added a couple different modes that are uh, like, they're not different modes, but different um, playlists that are like uh, COVID related. So like hideout and uh, cabin fever, like they're all like punny things. Nice. Um, but cabin fever is fun because it's all just tiny maps, and I like tiny maps because you just go around and fucking hose dudes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yesterday was a new update for the game, or on Friday was a new update for the game. So they like added new maps and a couple new like things to the game. And it was an 80 gig update, and it took for fucking ever. Hmm. Um, but uh, they also added Joe. I don't know if you noticed this. Their their little green uh, blip that shows up on the weapon now shows up on the weapon. You don't actually have to go over and look into the, uh, like, maintain adjustments or additions on the side. Usually if you had attachments to it, it would only show oh, up on there. on the gunsmith. Now it shows up and... on the, the yeah, yeah, now it shows up on the, the base gun itself. I hate those little green dots, man. They're slowly learning, but yeah. they're, they're still not great. Well, like, I'm one of those people that, like, I can't have my notifications bar no. filled with shit. I can't, like, I can't ever have an iPhone because you can't disable the little, like, numbered dots over your email and your notifications. Yeah. Like, I can't have that shit. So, like, when we were waiting, I think we were waiting for, like, you know, in between games last week when we were playing, like someone had to go to the bathroom or like make a sandwich or something. And I just sat there going through like every single option I could just to highlight things and clear yeah. out. Cause I was like, I like my gun setups. I don't want to change them. I don't want this new skin. I just won. Like, I don't care. Right. I just want that green dot to go away and I got to figure out where I got to do, yeah. go to do that. Um, so if they're getting better with dot management, I'm all for it. It still yeah. sucks on the main menu though. Like my playlist and quick play still have the like glowing orange or it's, it's orange for the front. Mm -hmm. Like that so shows it's got new stuff. I'm like, I've played this before. Clearly you've played online. Yeah. I played in quick play. Please disappear. <laughs> yeah, go, go away. 
Um, but I'm almost at max level, like character level. Mm-hmm. I'm at like 130 or something, and there's 155 is the max. So Now, have you gone through and played the storyline at all? Because you just bought the game like the Ooh, week and a half week. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I played like the first couple levels. Mm. Um, it's incredibly difficult compared to the other Call of Duty games. Well, Usually not I played job. them on like veteran, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just play this one on, on normal for the get-go. And like I just kept dying over and over again. But I think I'm more used to seeing the little red X's come up when you shoot people. Yeah. And so like I don't know if I'm actually hitting anybody or not. So I'm just like not moving forward to trigger the next event for mm-hmm. something else to happen. So I think I just gotta get in the mentality of keep pushing as opposed to staying back. Yeah. If you need tips, the God of Video Games will help you, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. he, he beat it. You beat it as well. I, I did, yeah. Um but I just I just mostly been playing the single player. Or, sorry, the multiplayer, not the single player. Um, I'll get to it eventually. I don't. I'm not hard pressed on stuff. I mean, maybe they'll do DLC or something like that that'll compel me to finish it. But otherwise, you can get all the characters and stuff in um, multiplayer if you unlock a skin form and unlocks the character themselves. Oh, so cool. uh, I think there's only like three that I don't have right now that I don't have to actually buy there are two that you actually have to purchase with mm-hmm. real money but i don't care about those there's nice. a three yeah well there's the the one that just got added yesterday right? yeah 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 nice yeah I, that's uh, it. sorry what no that, that's that's all i've been playing just call of duty uh yeah i've been playing solos i just really like the solos mm-hmm. it just jump in and that's how i'm used to playing uh these battle royale games anyway other yeah. than the you know month or whatever i was playing apex where i was forced to to be in threes i like solos better because i'm 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 a person who like will walk around find my good loadout and then just try to lay low like i'm not necessarily just camping but like i'm not trying to go building to building plundering i get what i like my setup that i like and i just yeah because the point is to be the last person standing not necessarily to like traverse the whole map uh, and sometimes when I'm playing in teams, I have to like traverse the whole map. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I just want to like pick the people off who aren't paying attention when they run across the field. <laughs> like I want to, that's how I want to play it. Cause right. that's how I feel like it should be played almost. Well, and also like, I'm not good enough to just be like running around, just killing everybody. Yeah. Like I'd much rather, you know, take my time. I've gotten better at the gulag, which is good. Uh, I still you, hate it. Well, I, I don't hate it. I just don't. It just takes too long. Yeah, that's still my point. Is that it still takes too long? Mm-hmm. Uh, although I did have one where I got killed, uh, went to the gulag, and then the gulag timer ran out, and I just got released for free without having to kill anybody. Because like the gulag doesn't last the whole game in solos, at least I, I haven't really checked in. Interesting. So nobody else had died in that time. So you just instead of being stuck there. Yeah, I just I just got released. They're like, you're free to go. Go ahead. No more second chances. I didn't know it did that. If you, because if you look when you're playing, at least in solos, it, there's a countdown timer for the circle, and then there's a countdown timer for the gulag. And like, if you, uh, there was also a match where I hadn't really seen anybody, and I was taking my time. I was going place to place on the outskirts of the circle, or the circle was on the outskirts of the map. So I was just like, you know, going place to place, picking up what I can, like laying low for a little bit. If I heard footsteps, trying to see if I can pick people up, like being strategic with it. Right. And I got into, I think it was the top twenty. And I died, and I was, I was, that's it, I was dead. There was no gulag to go to because the gulag timer had run out. Oh, so it's only around for a certain amount of time? Yeah, until it's either a certain amount of time total or until a certain amount of people are left. Because it would be weird if you were in the top five and hadn't died yet, 
and then get a second chance right, and then when the circle's really small. Yeah. yeah. When but it's just down to the two of you. Right. Yeah. I mean, granted, you come back with no guns, so you're still at a disadvantage again, but it would be weird if, you know, like if there's three people left and none of them have died and one person kills the other two, they just have to wait and gulag each other. Like it doesn't. And then one of them gets dropped back in. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand why it's like that. Yeah. But it was just weird to have it happen because I was so used to the routine of it. Um, but I've been playing that when I've been here, but I've also been quarantining elsewhere. Uh, and so I have my Switch with me. So I've just been playing. I've been playing a lot of Splatoon again. Interesting. Yeah, I, I missed that's, that game. That's a, that sounds like a good one to be playing right now. Yeah, it's the quick little games. You know, I'm just playing ranked. I'm trying to get up to A plus and all the different game modes. I got there in Clam Blitz. I still got over. I'm, I'm in A range in all of them. I think my lowest is A minus, and that's for tower control. Um, but I like that game a lot. It's just I'm never really inclined to play it. So I've been booting up the Switch. Uh, and trying to go back through some of the back catalog too, where like I never beat Mario U Deluxe on Switch, so I've been playing some of that. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite on there just because I've got the itch for Battle Royale mm-hmm. with Call of Duty, but I'm not with my PlayStation all the time. I tried to bring my PlayStation controller to do remote play, um, but the internet's just not good enough to be able to do it. It's just like it's it's too slow. Not here, <laughs> not on this <laughs> internet. Yeah, not on this internet. Um, so I've been I've been having a good time with the. Uh, with the switch and splatoon is just really fun it's still got healthy I, I don't ever have to wait for a game there's still a decent healthy amount of uh people playing that which is nice and and I'm, i don't feel like i'm like super at a disadvantage because i haven't played in six months or a year or whatever it's been with any regularity like i don't feel like i'm way behind the eight ball in terms of skill level yeah. like i would be if i didn't play call of duty for a year and then tried to jump into it um because it's a kid's game. Well, yeah, but also, like, if the maps are small enough to where I don't need to necessarily remember them 100%. Yeah, Whereas, can. like, there's not a million buildings that I can hide in or go right. into, which is how it is in a lot of other things. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. And just pick up and play. It's super easy. Um, and it's uh, been a ton of fun. So sure. I'm going to try to go back through and play some of my Switch games and things that I had been neglecting. Because it had been a while since I picked up the Switch in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just, you know. Trying to mix it up, too, because I don't necessarily want to get stuck playing the same one thing or two things over and over again, because then I'll, it makes quarantine worse <laughs> if it's just the same like rut of stuff. So right. trying to mix it up a bit, go go backwards, which I'm not necessarily used to doing. You could play the original Doom. I could. I could play Doom 1, Doom the first one. Doom. Doom 64 also just came out on the Switch, oh, yeah. I believe. So that's a possibility as well. So, yeah, uh, so, it's, so it's 1, 2, 3, and 64 you can all play on the Switch. Yep. And then get ready for Doom and Doom Eternal if I want to get them on the, the big boy consoles. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. Uh, normally, we'd jump into the lightning round. Not lightning round, but first, we want to give updates from last week. Uh, we got a couple of updates from some stories that we talked about as rumors last week. Uh, the first of which is Call of Duty related. So we just talked a bunch about Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And you guys mentioned the big update. Uh, now, we talked last week. The rumor was that Modern Warfare 2 Remastered uh, was to, uh, due to be coming out, the campaign for it at least. Uh, and what did we find in the update? There's a picture for the box art for Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. There you go. Um, someone on Reddit had found it in the update file. Uh, and granted, the fact that the update is also massive. Um, yeah, you feeling. said it was. You said it was eighty gigs, right? 
Yeah, it was 80 gigs. It did like the stupid thing where it was like, you don't have enough room on your PlayStation. So I cleared off a bunch of room more than 80 gigs. And it's like, you still don't have enough room. And I was yeah. like, motherfucker, Cause you need, like, do math. You need 160, though. Because like, you need to download it, and then you need to install it. And when you're installing it, you need to have the space to install it without with the download also being there. Yeah, which it's ridiculous. The, Joe and I have issues with the PlayStation well, supposedly uh, they'll seven. be able to fix that in the next generation. It won't be the same way where you need to have, like, it can install from the download without the need for double the space or something because the way solid states work. But I don't I don't know. it's a problem for now. The party system also doesn't make much sense to us. But The like, party system? Well, like, on the Xbox, if you get, like, a party invite, yeah. you can hit the dashboard button, like the, you know, whatever, the, the PS button. I don't know what it's called, the PlayStation. And it, you can just instantly join a party. This one, if you get a party invite, you got to go back out of the game. You got to go into the invite, the notifications, hit join, wait for it to load. Then, like, if you're in the middle of something, like all of this is disru- uh, disrupted by an invite. Oh, I feel like I just hit the PlayStation button and it joins. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because if it if you catch the notification, it has the PlayStation button there, and you click it, and it just brings you right to the invite, and you click join, and you're there. Well, like I'm saying on the Xbox, if you just hold that the, uh, the guide button, if you hold it down short enough for it, or short enough for it to not turn off, and long enough for it to know, like I think it's like two seconds, it ju- it just instantly joins. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it like you don't have to go to a menu, you don't have to do anything like that. You're just thrown back into a, or you're thrown into a party. Gotcha. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're like in the middle of a game of Call of Duty and somebody right. invites you and like you don't want to have to like open up a second second menu to like interrupt your game while you're you're playing around. The one thing I found that I don't like about I don't know if it's a Call of Duty problem is that if you back out of a game, you have to join the party all over again. If you're the party leader, uh, you you have to you have to wait for the party leader to do it. So like uh, like if if I'm the party leader, if you back out, you're backing out of the party. If I'm the party leader and I'm backing out, I'm taking everyone with me. That's so weird because I feel like I've been left behind spectating, and then when I go to leave, I have to just rejoin the party. But it could just be that the other person was doing something and didn't leave either. I don't know. Yeah, the the party leader has to be the one that takes the group. Gotcha. Um, but I don't know if this Modern Warfare 2 is going to be like an addition. I mean, my guess if it's coming, it's going to be in a week after the end of the battle pass. I mean, I just assume that the reason it showed up in this update file is because there will be a splash screen when you boot oh, up Modern true. Warfare that's, that's, to say like Modern Warfare 2 logical. remastered of pre-order now right. and it's a link that takes you to the PlayStation that's store or the Xbox thing. store. That's just what I assume. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's I mean, coming soon but 80, 80 gigs uh like all it really did was add a new character and a new map and i'm sure there's like balancing updates and stuff but i, I couldn't imagine that just that stuff took up 80 gigs yeah maybe like it you know I, i'm wondering if it's gonna be something where like if you have to have modern warfare and then to, like play off of modern warfare 2 or you have to have the yeah um, yeah I'm well it's like that. a it's a launcher <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you like launch the game in Modern Warfare. Yeah, when you downloaded the like, I downloaded the uh, Battle Royale mode, and it's its own launcher. And then when I bought the game, it all still runs off of that one launcher. Mm-hmm. So it's not like two different things or anything like that. Um, so it'll probably just be another slide on that, because there's yeah, maybe like, it's just, like single player, multiplayer, um, the like Warzone, and then options. It might just be like a fifth one on that. Yeah, it's entirely possible. That would be new and different. 
Although I wonder, like, what if you what if you just want to buy Modern Warfare Two Remastered? Like, it'll it'll do the whole launcher. It's it's their way of being like, hey, well, now that you beat Modern Warfare Two, you want to play some plunder mode, or maybe. you want to play some online, or you know, yeah. do you want to try the campaign for the remaster? Buy it it's, now. It's, yeah, it's smart. I mean, it got me to buy <laughs> the multiplayer to begin with. True. So yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, it's still not official yet. Still hasn't been actually announced, no. but. Between last week's rumor of it's coming to this week's data mining. And again, we should say data mining doesn't always mean that everything that you see is going to be a real thing. No. Um, there's always you know, characters and levels that are in these data mining things that aren't real or never come to fruition. They were test modes or whatever. This is a little bit different than that, though, because it's graphics and artwork yeah. for a box that may or may not be coming soon. Um, so an update to that looks a little bit more real. Uh, the second update was a story we talked about last week where uh, the rumor is, is that Sony is interested in buying some old Konami IP uh, for some of their biggest franchises. They were Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, and Castlevania. Castlevania. Uh, we have an update to that, too, I believe. Konami has come out and said that uh, the remake is not happening, pretty much. Um, well, this is specifically in reference to Silent Hill. Were they? Oh yes, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, to the Silent Hill um, rumor. Yeah, because this is something we had talked about two weeks ago, where I guess Kojima and Norman Reedus were still kind of hinting that they're involved in Silent Hills right. in some way, and that that game could be real again, which we didn't believe at the time until we heard that maybe Sony was trying to purchase it or purchase publishing or something for it. Uh, but Konami says. There's nothing to that. Yeah. So a spokesperson says, uh, in typical spokesperson fashion, uh, we're aware of all the rumors and reports, but can confirm that they are not true. I know it's not the answer that fans may want to hear. Um, can't. Uh, it's not on this site. But um, they also further said that like the franchise isn't dead, but it's not like being recreated in the way that the rumors said or something like that. So there's a little yeah, hint of like. I got the rest of the quote. Uh, yeah, it goes on to say, it's not to say that we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way that it's being reported. So they said that they, you know, at least hinted that they are working on something Silent Hill related, but it's not what everyone's reporting, which I'm assuming is the Konami connection or a Kojima connection. Yeah. So we're still going to make Silent Hill pachinko machines, just not with Norman Reedus or Kojima. So. There you go. I mean, again, again, it's not what the fans were hoping for. Yeah. They were hoping to see a company other than Konami, who doesn't have a great track record of, in recent years of sticking with these IP, giving it up to somebody who, you know, whether you like Sony or Sony products or not, you have to assume that they're going to at least do something with this where Konami does nothing. Yeah. I do find it interesting that they didn't mention anything about the rumors about Call of Duty, or not Call of Duty, um, Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania, though. Yeah, this was well. I think that I think they're just catching up to the rumor mill, maybe because that the Silent Hill one was a rumor from several weeks ago, whereas maybe they haven't gotten bludgeoned with the purchase IP question enough yet. And next week they'll give an update to that. I don't know. Or maybe that's the only franchise they're hanging on to. Maybe. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, whatever. We're not making another Metal Gear without Kojima anyway, because no one's gonna buy it. So whatever, take that one and. Castlevania is whatever we don't care take that one too but Silent Hills ours for some reason that seems a weird one out of the bunch to pick to it probably to does keep. the best in Japan maybe I would say Castlevania would be the one that would be the one you would want to hang on to 
but they haven't come out with a Castlevania game that's been widely successful since the like 3DS or the regular DS games. Well, I mean the the bundle this year was pretty successful from everything I read. The, the what? Uh, Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood like double pack. Oh yes and no. Like it was a shitty version of the game though. Like once it came out, I think it sold well, and then everyone was like, "Oh, this is the crappy PSP version that mm. like has the like wrong dialogue, and it's like the PAL version or something, so it runs slower." <laughs> but I think that's more of a like America market thing. I don't know if that came out globally. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, cool. All right, so those are some updates from some stories we covered the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll jump now into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, uh, and we'll start things off with a surprise Nintendo Direct. Mini. Uh, yes, Mini. They called it a Mini, though. I didn't really notice any difference from a normal Nintendo Direct, unless the difference is a normal Nintendo Direct ends with 20 minutes about one game. And I think is announcing or talking about a main IP. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the stuff was just, like, third-party games for the most part. Yeah. I mean, most of it is uh, third-party games there. Um, so we'll we'll go through. Joe, you said you had a list of everything that was available uh, yeah, but I uh, I did not actually watch this direct. Uh, okay. I just have like the list of the announcements, so I didn't see a lot of the footage and stuff. So um, don't expect me to be able to properly comment on what it looked like. That's okay. I'll fill in the gaps because I, okay. I did watch it. I was very excited to watch it. I was like, ooh, potentially new games. So all of these normally come with an out now type of game. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been picking up and playing my Switch more. So I was very excited to find out what could be out now. And I also don't know if this list is in the order of the actual announcements in the show. Um, so first off on the list, uh, this is off of Games Radar, uh, was uh, the Xeno Chronicles Definitive Edition uh, getting a release date, and uh, was it an announcement for the Collector Edition, John? You said. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like an art book. The box art looks really cool because it looks like the center of the the blade. Yeah, um, which is I just like that red and the blue like stark contrast to the each UK other. The is getting a very much cooler version of it though. They like, seem to always get that with the yeah, Switch which games. Which is always how it works. Like we're getting an art book and a slipcover for the art book. They're getting an art book, a massive poster, vinyl, record, um, a pin, and then uh, something else. Like I think steel book, all for the same price. So we have to pay ninety dollars for an art book. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad I never got that um, uh, Zelda steelbook that looked like the Game Boy. I know. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and yes, by the way, Joe, you you have the same article I do, and it is in the order that they were announced. So you're good to go. Okay. All right. Uh, next up was uh, a couple of, well, a handful of 2K game announcements coming to the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. So they announced that uh, the Bioshock uh, Legacy Collection. Uh, or Bioshock the Collection, Borderlands Legacy or Legendary Collection, and uh, XCOM uh, Collection is going to be coming to the Switch. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the same Bioshock Collection that just was free on a PlayStation Plus, or it's one, two, and infinite uh, and infinite. That was free. Yeah, like two months ago, I think. Yeah, it was, I thought it was games just, with gold or PlayStation Plus. It was PlayStation Plus because oh, I, I it was just got a, it. The, the third game, or not the third game. Oh, yeah, I guess you are, right? Because, yeah. yeah, there are three. Four, um, technically four. Yeah, the Borderlands Legendary Collection is the first three Borderlands games. Um, so you get Borderlands 1, 2, and 3 all there together. So that's actually a nice... 1, 2, and pre-sequel, not 3. Oh, pre-sequel, yeah. not 3, okay. 
three is the new one. Oh, the first three. Yeah, I forget that pre-sequel is like a game, not yes, yeah, uh, it's it's an actual full yeah. title instead. Not of like a DLC. Like DLC. Yeah, exactly. Or just like an add-on or right. whatever. Like uh, what was the Uncharted one where it was like the the two girls? Oh thing. yeah, like but it's Uncharted four. four. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So then the. Because that would that would be a big surprise then I guess if the third one was available in this collection since it just came out like six yeah. months ago. <laughs> That'd be a big spin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, much bigger deal. Uh, and then the XCOM two collection, which is the base game, War of the Chosen expansion, and the four DLC packs. So all of those are coming to Switch. Um, looks like the 29th of May. I assume if mm-hmm. they're all the same day. That was the yeah. same as uh, Xenoblade. Uh, yes, it was. It was the same day as Xenoblade. Uh, next uh, next up was uh, DLC for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 uh, called Shadow of Doom. I'm guessing this is Fantastic Four Doctor Doom related. Uh, this is, thumbnail yes. is the Fantastic Four all standing lined up. Yep, this is the, uh, I believe, the third expansion for this game. The first one was like the Marvel Knights one. Then it was the X-Men, X-Men. one. Then this one. And I think there's one more after this. Uh, is this story DLC? I thought the other ones were just skins. Uh, it's story DLC. But were the other ones just skins, or were they story DLC also? They've all been. They've had story missions and skins and characters. Yeah, oh, just I thought they were just. Characters. Yeah, I thought they were just like characters and skins. I didn't realize that they were actually like story based DLC. No, the smaller ones where they had like Colossus and I think Cyclops. Cyclops. Those were just characters. Like here's some characters for the base game, uh, whatever. But the other one, because the other one is like Rise of the Phoenix or something Phoenix related for the X Men. And I forget what the Marvel Knights one was, but they, I know at least the X-Men and Fantastic Four ones all have story DLC as well. I still have not finished that game. Me either, but I was looking at it when I was going through my Switch games and was like, oh, you know what? I, I bet at some point if quarantine lasts long enough, I'm going to get to that game too. <laughs> just because I didn't hate it. It just, uh, for whatever reason, I wasn't in a Marvel kick at the time. I think I didn't really love the Spider, the second Spider-Man movie because mm-hmm. that came around around the same time and it just like killed the Marvel itch for me, but yeah. I, uh, I probably will get back to this game at some point. Cause I did think it was mostly fun. Yeah. It's not yeah. as good as the other ones, but I still didn't hate it. Yeah, I want to see what it's like now that it has more characters in it and stuff. Like maybe yeah. they'll have uh, more synergy with different teams and things. Yeah. Cause obviously the more characters you have in a game like that, the more you can customize it to something that jumps out to you and excites you based on your love of whatever comic book characters that you love so it may be a different uh, mr fantastic's powers look cool like i like his beard yeah i I like bearded mr fantastic way better anyway um so that's out now that was one of those out now announcements Mm -hmm. uh up next was a game called shinsekai into the depths um this is a deep sea side-scrolling adventure uh it's another out now game yeah this was previously on apple arcade so yeah i had saw i saw it when it was on apple arcade it looked interesting but you know me in underwater so yeah you don't you don't do the depths no thanks no briny deep for john (laughs) uh next up uh was uh an update for animal crossing new horizons called mark of seasons um you can get eggs for Easter, and then you can make egg-related things. Instead of digging up fossils, you can dig up eggs instead. Yeah. And then the, they also announced an update for Earth Day, so there'll be something tree-related, I would assume. Burning all yes. the plants and whatnot. 
But that, I mean, yeah. that's kind of cool. So it's going to be going uh, from April 1st to April 12th, uh, leading up to um, Easter. Uh, so it probably is going to be something, yeah, like you said, Earth Day related. We'll probably like every leading up to every holiday or like every kind of special event, they'll be doing a thing like this. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a Fourth of July or Flag Day or Memorial Day type something. Yeah, leading up to like Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you'll get all kinds of summer things and whatnot. So. Uh, up next was a game called Good Job, uh, which is another out now game. Uh, Adam, you said this one looked pretty interesting, right? Yeah, I uh, actually thought about picking this one up. I'm glad that it was an out now thing. I just didn't actually go through it. Basically, the plot is you are the son of the you know the company owner who gets a you know just a free job to to work at this place. And it's you know it's kind of cartoony. None of the characters have faces. It's just like a faceless little thing, and you're just you have work tasks. But you don't necessarily have to do them in a realistic way. So one of them that they showed off in the little trailer was like, hey, the projector in conference room B is broken. Go get the projector from conference room F across the building. And so you go get it. But rather than like lugging it back, you can like throw it and it'll like throw it through walls. And like it does all this There's damage and the damage costs money. And so I would assume that, you know. You want to try to get things done without breaking too many things or trying to rack up as much damage as possible. Uh, I don't know the, necess- the necessarily the specific mechanics of it, but the idea of it looked cool as a, a little like puzzle game of how to get things done like in an office setting. So it's actually the perfect game right now for while everyone's working from home to remember what it was like to be in the office. Oh, I can't wait to go into my office and grab the projector ass of the conference wall. room and fucking hawk it through walls. There you go. Like, I learned it from video games. That's right. <laughs> I learned it from Good Job. Uh, so the little description here says you've solved environmental puzzles before, but have you ever launched a projector through the office walls to get a meeting back in order? You will once you play Good Job. So. I'm uh, I'm excited for that. I may pick that up. I got to see how much that is and twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that does, it doesn't look that bad. Check out some reviews for it once people have played it a little bit and see if it's uh, worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next uh, was the announcement uh, for Catherine Fullbody coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that'll be coming out on July seventh. Um, I tried playing Catherine originally when it came out on the PlayStation Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't really get it. Like the the puzzle solving act, like the actual puzzle itself was kind of I don't know, not really all that fun to the game. Yeah, it's just climbing that tower thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just like pushing blocks and climbing a tower to the top. Um, it, with, I don't know. I, I didn't get the feel of it. Yeah, like with the dating sim aspect to it. But it's uh, so popular that like they've I, put it on everything. Yeah, it's the new Skyrim. I mean, I wouldn't go that far with it, but it is at least on PS3, 360, PS4, Xbox One, and now Switch and PC. Obviously. I think it's on your phone as well. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone that likes this game, but yet here it is over and over and over again. I don't know. It's starting to get me curious to be like, well, maybe I should try it. I think I remember looking at it and just being like, this looks dumb, but. I just remember when the collectors came out, it came in like a pizza box and it came with like underwear and like a waifu pillow and like pillowcase mm-hmm. and, you know, just all this other random, random shit that I was like, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't <laughs> like, if you come in I to mean, buy it, do not talk to me. I do not want to know your thoughts on this whatsoever. Just go, go away. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's an Atlas game. So yeah, they do weird shit like that. Yeah. They clearly got their following. I just like, I don't, 
I, I was surprised when another version of this got announced. Yeah. I was like, well, it's definitely not in your realm of things you no. even care about. Absolutely not. Uh, up next, next one uh, is, was an, yeah, uh, up next was a, an announcement for a game that nobody can play right now. No, uh, nobody they, can uh, buy right now. Uh, true. Yeah. It. You can still play. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's if the reason you why already you can't buy bought it. it before. Correct. Yeah. Uh, is an update to Ring Fit Adventure, uh, where they added a rhythm mode, like a yeah, like a, a, a standard kind of rhythm game mode to it. Uh, that's a just a, f- a free update, right? That's just out now. Yep. Yeah, it's a free content update. Um, it's just your standard music rhythm game, the way that there is, you know, Guitar Hero, Rock Band, any of those, Beat Saber, where you have to take the ring and move it around on the screen to fit where the, you know, the icons are flying at you. But then also you have to like squeeze and stretch the ring in different shapes to make up. So you're still doing the workout, but it's also like a music rhythm game, uh, which makes me want this game even more. Like I've, I've thought recently about trying to pick it up even before quarantine. I was like, you know what? I like, I hear actually it's kind of fun and it's a decent workout. Like I'm going to try to buy it. And this was, I don't know, January or February, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then quarantine shutdown happened, and everyone needed an at-home workout option, and you can't find the game anywhere. So I was a little bummed that a free content update for a game that I've been wanting, that's an update that I'm really excited about, is for a game that I just just can't purchase it. And Joe bought it and returned it. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm mad at myself, because I'm watching the trailer for it right now, and the uh, actual um, like rhythm game stuff does look pretty fun. It looks awesome. Although yeah. it looks really intense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a workout it's, game, but like, yeah. I'm kind of down for that. You gotta feel the burn, John. Exactly. Yeah, I like... And a lot of people online were like, why would you announce an update for a game I can't buy? It's like, well, for all the people that did buy it, like... This is super rewarding for the early adopters that bought in on this peripheral workout thing. Um, yeah, they're going to walk out of quarantine all jacked. Yeah, or at least the upper body. Mm. Oh, no, there's the leg strap yeah, attachment. Yeah, it's, the leg thing. Yeah, it's yeah. got so crouching and stuff as part of the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like really excited about this, and I really wish that I could find it, I don't know, literally anywhere. I mean, you can buy it. It's just like $300. Yeah, yeah I'm not just looked on Amazon, $299. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah, eBay and Amazon are rife with the third-party jacking up of this thing. Even before, like, when I was looking for it before this all happened, there were still people on Amazon selling it for, like, you know, 100 150 yeah, on top of 80. the... Yeah, it's normally just 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's not there's not a place in the country that has this game because everyone's just trying to, to nab it. But a cool update nonetheless. So if you did to uh, early adoption on this or even semi-late adoption on this you got yourself a fun new update and the songs are the songs in the normal ring fit adventure game plus those from odyssey splatoon uh zelda some other ones uh they also added a, a female voice option for the ring itself like i guess the ring character in the game was only a male voice before yes. and so they added a, a female voice option which is you know cool for those that wanted it as well there's a lightly used one for 150. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't want to use like workout equipment. <laughs> no. I've seen enough Wii Fit boards to know what used yeah. Wii or Nintendo workout equipment looks like. Especially when they tell you to use the Wii Fit board without shoes on. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm all set there. <laughs> uh, what's next, Joe? Uh, King's Bounty 2 coming to the Nintendo Switch, uh, which was a 1990 tactical RPG. Uh, it was kind of like uh, one of the earlier tactical RPGs. It was a big inspiration for a lot of other games. Uh, there's going to be a Switch version. Uh, I've never played it. 
Um, yeah, I was pretty well checked out during this part of the mini. Yeah. Uh, after that was uh, another one of the bigger updates uh, where they talked about uh, updates coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, one of them being that uh, the first character of the new uh, season pass or whatever the hell they called them, Fighter Pass, I fighter think is pass. what they were called. Yeah, yeah Fighter Pass. Uh, the first character from Fighter Pass Volume 2 will be a character from the game ARMS. They didn't say which character it will be. Um, it was one that I was actually kind of surprised didn't come in the first Fighter Pass. Like every time I just kind of thought like, oh, of course they're going to do ARMS. Or the base game, uh, honestly. Like, I'm surprised that the base game didn't have a character from ARMS in it, given that ARMS would have just yeah. come out, like, the year before, right? Did ARMS come out 2017 or 2018? Uh, 2017, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think it was one of those first wave of Switch Exclusives, ones. yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, no, like, I've been surprised it hasn't been there for a long time, so this was a welcome addition. And it'll mix up playstyles a bunch. Yeah, a Switch. lot of range. Yeah. So that could be pretty cool. That could be fun to see them. Because, like, ARMS is played in 3D, whereas Smash is, you know, decidedly 2D. So it'll be interesting to see how that translates not having that three-dimensional space to work around. I have a feeling that the character will probably be, like, the full lineup um, from uh, the game yeah. ARMS. Just just as different. Like, they'll all have the same uh, moveset, just different skins. Because there's always like eight versions of a character that gets added in, uh, just for like the if you're gonna do you know player one through eight, kind of like how um, Bowser Junior was all Bowser Junior, and then all seven of the Bowser like kids. Yeah, yeah. That I feel like make it's sense. gonna be all the same character or all the different characters just with the same move set. Yeah, and because obviously each of their like arms has a different thing at the end. Like some are boxing gloves, some are buzz saws, some are pinchers. It'll probably be like that where that'll change up. How it at least looks, even though, you know, it's fundamentally the, the buttons are the same and yeah. the moves are the same. So. And then also uh, there will be an ARMS uh, free trial uh, that will go from the 26th to April 6th so that people yeah. can play ARMS. Because that was definitely a game that did fall off rather quickly after it came out. Yeah. And like they've done this before with ARMS. Like I think they're really trying to make ARMS a thing. Well, there's apparently an ARMS competition like coming up soon as well oh like a like uh, an online yeah like, yeah i guess there are pro arms players i mean they've done that before like when arms first came out i remember hearing things i think at e3 that year they had like a splatoon tournament and an arms tournament yeah to where you could win the chance to go to e3 and compete on the grand stage of the arms championship yeah imagine trying to tell somebody oh i'm a professional video gamer what do you play arms it, it, what that's pretty unique i mean I, I would be more interested to hear how that came about than the person who's like, yeah, I play Fortnite or Call of Duty or Madden. I'd be like, how did you get into, like, why ARMS? I'm sure because no one else is playing it. Yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> I'm best of the 90 people who play it online. <laughs> yeah. But I'd be I'd be much more interested in hearing the story of a pro ARMS player than I would a pro Call of Duty player or pro, you know, Gears player yeah. or something. I think I remember watching, like, I think it was at Evo a couple of years ago for some reason. Oh, it's probably one of the side games, like not the main stage games. Yeah, but the I remember watching it and like, of. none of this looks fun. <laughs> have you played it before? No. I would download it. I watched Joe play it, and even that I was just like, eh. I, I mean, it's free on, you know, for the next week or so. I would I would give it a shot. Like, yeah. it's it's certainly a workout. 
if you play with the motion controls and you're punching and stuff. I was never very good at it in the different trials where I played it, mm. but I don't know. I mean, it's worth giving it a shot. Did you ever play it any in-depthly, Joe? Uh, arms? Yeah. Uh, um, I, yeah. I played it for a little while, but I don't know. I just couldn't get like too into it. Um, it never felt like properly responsive to me. You know, the, the constantly I was, it, you know, maybe it's just I didn't really understand the controls because I was trying to do the motion controls most of the time because I felt like that's how you're supposed to be playing it. But like I was yeah. just constantly going like, you're not doing what I want you to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I like, couldn't to... really get too invested into it. Yeah, there were a lot of times where I'd like, I'm doing a hook punch and it's just a straight jab. And I'm like, that's not what I said. That's Yeah. That's not what I did. Nice try, though. Arms. Yeah. But I don't know. With two years of improvements, or I guess almost three years now of improvements, I mean, maybe the most tight precision you know, control scheme of motion control-based springy arm boxing that there has <laughs> ever been in video games. I, don't, I honestly don't know. Um, so, I mean, possibly uh, worth checking out now that it's free until the 6th. Uh, what's up next, Joe? Uh, up next was uh, Bravely Default 2, which is a game that was announced a little while ago. Uh, no release date or anything of this, but they did announce that there was a free demo that was up for it uh, after that uh, the Direct. Yep. Uh, they, did, uh, never... they did that with the first game, and that was the only thing that drew me into the first game. I don't, if I didn't play the demo, I don't think I would have ever bought the first game uh, on the, the 3DS. Are you going to get this one? I never beat the first one because I did the thing where you play the very beginning of a demo over and over again a lot of times. And then when the game comes out, you're kind of bored. <laughs> so I played like maybe a good third of it and then never finished it. And then Bravely Second came out, which is a pseudo sequel. And I never even bought that. So, so no, probably not. Gotcha. I did really like it. Um, the art style is great. The story was good. Um, so I'm sure this one's going to be just as good, but I'm two games behind. So, yeah. Uh, up next was Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics uh, coming out on June 5th. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, if you didn't play the original Clubhouse Games on the DS, uh, it's just a collection of like little board games and uh, card games and other things that, you know, you learn to play growing up. So like chess, checkers, Othello, uh, backgammon. Yeah, Mancala, poker. They had little like foosball. They had tabletop something else, darts. They had one game I had never heard of. It was like Fish Head or something like that, where it had like six different figures and there was only like four movements that each of them could make. I don't remember what it was called. And I was just like, I've never heard of that before. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was one where I, in any other circumstance, I would have just completely glossed over this game, not given two shits about it. But the fact that a trailer for this came out at a time where I can't do anything with my friends <laughs> other than online gaming, I was like, oh my God, why is this not available now? Like, June's kind of close. Just put it out in beta, like early access, and we'll, I would have paid for it. And I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get it right eventually, but... The fact that this has local and online play, like you can play checkers with just the touch screen laying down on the table. I was like, man, I really, I want this right now. Yeah. And I was super bummed that it wasn't available. To, it wasn't an available today thing. This is going to be one of those things uh, when the original DS game came out, nobody cared because, again, it's just yeah. board games and stuff like that. Oh, I played the fuck out of Clubhouse games when it came well, out. Well, like, yeah, you and I did and like 
then no the one game <laughs> became really popular and then no one could find copies of it because they were just like the original poll was none and yeah. so they're like well we're not going to print more of them and they were really hard to find so if you want it you should probably get it pretty early well i mean this is also will be digital too so you won't That's necessarily true. have That's to worry about yeah. that but still this was one of those things where i was like if this is relatively cheap i'm just going to tell all you guys with switches like i'm venmoing you 20 bucks or whatever we're all just going to play this game it is 40 dollars 40 dollars yeah okay but i yeah, mean I, I'm, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out i like the original one like i said but i just like just really disappointed this wasn't available during quarantine as oh, it has a line like, game on it yeah the the boxes yeah where one. you like everyone takes turn drawing a line to try and fill in the boxes yeah i used to play that all the time at restaurants. School. yeah yeah, I mean, it's got a, a good wealth. It looks like it's got dominoes and maybe Mastermind, I think it looks like, from the little screenshot I'm looking at. Uh, pretty cool stuff. <laughs> so that'll be out, yeah, June the 5th. One article says that it arrives too late for quarantine. Uh, not necessarily. We still, still don't know. <laughs> I, but I do wish it was available now. Yes. That would have been, been great. It really jazzed up my Thursday. <laughs> Uh, this next game, uh, I actually was watching the trailer while you guys were talking about um, ARMS, because uh, it looks really, really fucking good, uh, yes. and it is Ninjala, uh, which is a ninja-themed Splatoon-esque, uh, like, brawling battle game? Yeah, I definitely got Splatoon vibe. I, I mean, it helped that I had been playing Splatoon all week when the mini came out, but this gave me immediate Splatoon vibes from the like the way the camera was working, the cartooniness of the characters, the environments. Uh, yeah. Again, this is another game where I really wish this was out right now. Well, I remember this being announced during E3 a couple of years ago, and thinking that it looked cool, but like didn't know enough about it. Oh, I, this is the first time I've ever heard of this game. Yeah, I feel yeah, like there's been very cool, similar yeah. games to this, but I don't know if it's this one specifically. Um, but yeah, it's like it's solo ninjas with different weird weapons. Like none of them are your standard katanas and nunchucks. It's all like giant hammers and weird foam bats. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember comparing it to um, what was the Gotham City Imposters game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does kind of have that that similar vibe to it, where but obviously no no guns or or violence right, this is all melee per se. Yeah. And it's all, you know, kitty, like how Splatoon is a shooter at heart, but it yeah. uses paint. So it's different. Um, this feels very much the same way where you can play uh, by yourself. You can, you know, join a clan where you get, I think four of your friends, you know, three of your friends. So four people in total to take on team based objectives in melee combat. And, this game, and it's free to play, which is the best part. And it looks super fun. I'm going to make the coolest looking ninja or child ninja, at least. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be super interested in this when it comes out at the end of May, May twenty seventh. Uh, next up was two Star Wars classic games. Uh, the first one being Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which was the sequel to Jedi Outcast, which came out a couple months ago. Uh, so now you'll be able to pick up and play the sequel. Uh, that was uh, an out now thing. And then coming soon is Star Wars Episode One Racer for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, no actual release date one for that uh, for that one just yet. No, nothing was even shown off either. They just said it's coming. Um, but yeah, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy also has the online multiplayer functionality, so you can have online combat. It's got modern controls. So it doesn't feel like... I assume the old one was tank controls. 
If I had to guess, I never played it. But modernized controls for this. Online multiplayer is all still there. Uh, so that'll be uh, quite good. This is also one of those ones where it's available on like PlayStation 4 as well, the way that the other um, Star Wars games that have been re-released recently were. Uh, I still haven't bought any of these uh, Jedi games, mostly because I can't decide if I want trophies or I want portability. <laughs> uh, the other, I know the the one on PlayStation has been like super cheap. It was like eight bucks or something, yeah. but I still didn't pull the trigger on it. I'm assuming it'll be there again. I just can't go back. Like, Well, the fact that they're modern controls makes it me at least interested in going back mm. to where I'd be like, oh, I don't know, every time I try to play these old Star Wars games that are so wonky and I just can't do it. I want them to put out Dark Forces. Mm, that would be fun. Like I have that on my... Shooters. Yeah, I have that on my PC because I bought like a, you know good old games bundle or a steam bundle at some point oh yeah i'm sure those are had a million of those yeah Yeah. um none of them are available on geforce now though which i was sad about that's a shame yeah that would have been fun uh but i'm super excited for episode one racer um oh yeah that's the one i'm excited for i played so much of that game on nintendo 64 same and i remember a couple years ago i downloaded they had like someone made like a hd reskin of it Mm-hmm. Um, like a fan project or whatever that I tried to download and do, but it never really worked right. Uh, most people are saying or assuming this is just going to be the PC port that came out f- 10 years ago, uh, just being ported to the Switch, which like I'm totally fine with. I don't need new graphics. I don't need a new anything. I'll take Way the old game. Years ago. Um, I'll take the old game. It'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that's what I played it on. I had it on the PC when I was a kid. That was like, what, 2000? So it's 20 years ago. Yeah. No, I had it on n64 yeah so and the arcade ones are great i always love sitting in the full pod as you race the arcade version i never played the arcade one uh it's i mean it's not the exact same game but it's the same idea right but you, you get to use the yeah some of them are just it's a regular control where you're standing there and you have the things but some of them are you sit in a pod you know seat yeah and you have the two controls in front of you and that's i mean that's, that's the way awesome. to play it I'll have to do a rig or something at home. <laughs> yeah. I got time. I got nothing but time. Two uh, two Wii controllers, right? Or uh, the not Wii controllers, uh, uh, Joy Cons. Joy Cons. Well, yeah, yeah. You just you build the bracket that holds the yeah. Joy Con. Yeah, just go like this. Yeah. All right, there you go. There's my new quarantine project. <laughs> Make it out of cardboard, and then you can uh, sell it to back to Nintendo for uh, their team level. They there you go. That's the way to do it. But yeah, no release date. Uh, I assume some point in the summertime or the fall. They're mm-hmm. just staggering these every six months. It yeah. seems like. Which I'm down with. Uh, up next uh, were two games we pretty much already knew everything about. Uh, there wasn't really anything that they added to it. Uh, the Panzer Dragoon remake uh, was a Buy It Now thing, but we already knew that one was coming. Uh, and then they talked about Trials of Mana remake, uh, which will be coming out on April 24th. Uh, that one also had a like demo out now. Yeah. And then uh, uh, before you go to the next one, Joe, scroll past it to the list of... Uh of games that were part of the like sizzle reel that's okay. it. If we're, if we're going in order i don't know why this article did everything in order until the end and then it switched the last two things <laughs> well okay uh and then the sizzle reel uh, quick announcement was uh fuse uh, uh elder scrolls blades warhammer 4000 mechanic mechanic what the fuck mechanicus 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 uh, Vigor, uh, Burnout Paradise Remaster, which is nice. Uh, Saints Row 4 Reelected, uh, The Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel 3, Mr. Driller Drill Land, and Minecraft Dungeons. Um, anything in that list particular that you were excited for? Minecraft Dungeons got delayed. 
Yeah, this still says spring. Spring. We don't have an official date for it just yet. So yeah. that could be any time between now and June. Uh, yeah, I think it was supposed to be out in March initially. Yeah. I mean, Burnout Paradise. You're gonna get that show. Uh, uh probably. I, uh, that's definitely a game I can always like stop and pick up and play. Uh, it's always fun. It's one of those ones that like I've bought every version of it every time it got re-released on something. Yeah, and the portability would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the Minecraft Dungeons is the only one else, other one that I'm looking forward to on this list. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm guessing this closed out the event. Yep. Uh, 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 new updates on the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass, uh, particularly on the uh, what the fuck is it like Iron Island or whatever the hell it's called? The Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor. That's right. Yeah. So you're gonna partner up with a new legendary Cubfu, which is just like a looks like a bear that does come yeah, through. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not trying real hard with, with the names. <laughs> yeah, and you can either go to one of two towers. It's like the Tower of something and the Tower of something. I thought it was going to tell me here in this article, but it didn't. Uh, there's two towers you can go to. <laughs> depending on which one you go to will depend on what it evolves into. Yeah, it's and then forms. you get different Gigantamax versions depending on what your uh, starter was that you bring into the tower as well. So like, if you have whatever the score bunny evolution is, you then get a Gigantamax version of one of the starters that does something special by beating the tower. So that would be that game. part of the Isle of Armor. I gotta go back That's and at least like, finish up more stuff in it. The one thing that I can tell that I am happy about from this update that's coming out is finally better looking stuff for your character when they're on their bike so you don't look like a giant dweeb. Yeah, the bike costume is ugly. And, like, you can change the color, but that's it. It's the, still the same design, and it, the colors change based on whatever Pokemon you have in your party. So it's just, like, you go and talk to a dude, and he's like, hey, do you want to change your bike outfit to match your Pokemon in your party? It doesn't tell you what color it would be. So, like, you just have to, like, guess, I guess. Or, mm. I mean, go online, but, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I got, like, a, a steel one, and I want, like, a cool gray-looking thing. No, it's, like, purple and green or something it's ugly fun but now you can get a cool like bmx like bike looking costume for your character good which thank god because i hated riding around my bike because i just felt like the biggest nerd in the world what a loser well and your helmet is also like three times the size of your head so you just look like it well you're wearing a helmet you guys are losers you gotta go helmetless how else are people gonna know you're cool uh well everyone has to wear a helmet this is pokemon land where it's it's completely safe where you Safety don't go first. and fight, you know, giant, massive know. things that can destroy Earths, yeah. <laughs> but still have to wear your helmet while you ride your bike. Yeah, you've got dangerous monsters with flamethrower abilities on your belt buckle, but make sure you wear a helmet, yeah. Ash. Yeah, one of them is Get literal god. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, Pokemon parents. What are you doing? Uh, cool. So what were you, what, what you guys' standouts from the Direct Mini? Uh, I'm excited for the Xenoblade remastered. I mean, we knew it was coming. Yeah. Unfortunately, the collector's kind of looks like poop. Um, but I'm still going to buy it. And I've, I've always wanted to play it, but I never had a Wii U. And also didn't want to buy, like, price couch GameStop fake pricing for it. Yeah. It was They reprinted it on, like, using their own... What, uh, they bought yeah, they the bought, rights to it. Yeah. But then they still sold it at rare GameStop pricing. So it was, a, it was a $90 game. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Um, so I'm excited for that, um, Minecraft Dungeons, but that got delayed. 
um, and then the Pokemon update whenever I finish Pokemon, I'll be excited for. What about you, Joe? Uh, that Ninjala game looks oh, yeah, fun as hell. Ninjala. Yeah. That's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I was uh, I was quite excited by this direct. The last few directs have just been things I didn't care about. It was Animal Crossing, it was Pokemon, like, mm-hmm. and even the other games that were announced just weren't. You know, there was a lot of JRPGs, not a lot of stuff that like excited me per se. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one had a lot. Like the Ninja game looks cool. The update to Ring Fit looks awesome. Clubhouse games. Uh, the Clubhouse yeah. games is cool. Clubhouse one games Racer. is my other like big one. Yeah, episode one racer. I'm super jazzed for. Uh, I like. I bought the you know the GBA one a couple you know months ago now, uh, and it's not the same. I want the like full you know experience yeah. of what I had as a kid. So that was the first thing I thought of. I saw that. I was like, Adam's gonna be stoked. Oh yeah, I'm super excited for it. That's gonna be a, a boatload of fun. But yeah, I uh, I quite like this little uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, all right, moving on then. Lightning round. Uh, obviously, you know, coronavirus is anything everyone is talking about um so one of the big things that people are worried about in addition to obviously all of the medical stuff um is the infrastructure stuff in terms of the internet uh and so to help combat that uh it started in europe it's now made its way over to the u.s originally in europe they were asking like netflix to slow down speeds and make it so it was only standard definition since everyone's home and using the internet now to stream things they don't want you know important information to be not accessible because the internet doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sony's doing their part. Uh, they've agreed to slow PlayStation Network downloads. Again, this started in Europe as a way um, for them to help ease uh, potential internet issues. Uh, and it's now moved its way over to the US. So any game downloads, any update downloads that you do on PlayStation Net uh, in the near future will be slowed compared to what they would have been otherwise, which is uh, I'm sure no one is a fan of because everyone already complained about how slow downloads were on the PlayStation to begin with. Yeah, it and took now me it's even slower. Two hours to download the Call of Duty update. That's 80 gigs. That's outrageous. But it, it normally would probably be a lot quicker than I that. I mean, probably an hour at most. We have good internet. Yeah, here, we so. have great internet here, but two hours. Like, I turned it on and it was like, you can't play this because it needs an update. I was like, oh, okay. And then two hours later, I was finally playing. <laughs> yeah. I watched the entire movie by the time it was done. So, I mean, like, it is one of those things where it sucks if you're just the players, mm-hmm. like we are. Um, but I also get the overall reasoning for it, so. Yeah, it makes sense. I can't be I can't be too mad at it. But... Do you see some politician claiming that gaming was ruining the internet because you've, uh, like, all the bandwidth it takes up? Yeah. I'm... And they're like, no, 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 streaming video is way more. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like to stream a 4K movie is... Like three gigs a second or something. like Not yeah. a second, but a lot. It's way more than what a video game takes right. up, typically. Which for, is bags. Yeah, yeah, online multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good for them that they're doing their part. I haven't heard about you know Nintendo or Microsoft doing this, but um, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm sure Nintendo's is probably not as intense as something like PlayStation. No, because they don't have 80 gig updates because they just don't have yeah. the space. But still, I mean, it's good and it's bad. They're doing their part and it, it'll suck for a little bit, but everybody's got to make adjustments now. So, yeah, it's the world we're living in. Oh, uh, man, it's going to take forever for people to download their Final Fantasy 7s. Yeah. Is or their like I mean, 120 gig game. <laughs> or their Resident Evils. I mean, that's yeah. got to be a pretty big game, too, I would think. So, you know. Where, where, where do you have to go? 
you know, you've got nothing but time, everybody. <laughs> You're yeah, stuck it's in basically stuff. else while it downloads. Exactly. It'll be totally fine. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we're we're living in a tough time, and some people out there are just trying to make it worse uh, because someone has gone ahead and stolen something from Microsoft. Joe, what'd they steal? Uh, the uh, graphic source code for the Xbox Series X has been stolen by, uh, well, stolen from AMD, uh, and is now being written off uh, for a hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars. Did you say yeah. that with your pinky to your mouth, Joe? I need uh, all of the uh, Doctor Evil references from you. Does anyone who even remember Austin Powers anymore? I would hope so. Oh, yeah, I would hope so too. It's a seminal classic. And they also keep like talking about making another one, and they're like, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't make another one. No, for the love of God, don't make don't another, another one. Don't make another one. I watched them again recently, and I was like, I forgot how much I remembered every single line from this movie, because it would have been all I would have watched as a 13-year-old boy. Cause I it... also reference it constantly when you get your car stuck in between something. You say you Austin Powers it, because he had to like move the, oh, yeah, the yeah. cart back and forth in the hallway to turn around. Yeah, that's how I learned K-turning. <laughs> When's the last time Mike Myers even did a movie? Uh, I think he does a lot of voice stuff. So. Uh, no, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. He played the. Oh yeah, that's right. He was the um, the music the producer guy. who was like Bohemian Rhapsody. That sounds like a terrible song, and it's it's way too long. Yeah, it's four it's... minutes. Yeah, it's I didn't outrageous. see that movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, he's a and he, and he also was like heavy makeup, and like he didn't yeah. look like himself or act like himself, which is good. I would assume um, before that one of the Shreks. Yeah, that's why I think he does a lot of voice stuff. So, I don't yeah. know. Do it uh, wants. Anyways, back to the stolen Xbox. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're off Boston Powers. Yeah. No, I want to talk more about Mike Myers and where, what he's been up to. Uh, wow. Yeah. So uh, AMD published a blog post saying that uh, in December, uh, somebody hacked into their systems and stole a bunch of test files related to the development of the Xbox One X. Uh, they didn't really say much. They just said that it was like a graphical IP. Um, but they also said that it's nothing that's like super important and it's not core to the competitiveness of the graphics products. So it sounds like it's something that like, if it gets leaked, isn't going to impair like people's ability to develop for the Xbox or it would like infringe on the, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know fucking shit about how game development and everything works but they basically said it, it's not very vital to the actual design of the system so it's not that big of a deal no uh, like, it's that's, definitely... just what that's just what they're saying they might be saying that to like downplay uh, the necessity to it to the the actual like people that stole it um i'm not sure uh, but they don't seemed all that concerned i think it's more of a thing that like it's vital to the like main system, but like by itself, what is somebody going to do with it? Yeah. Well, like I, even though it is important an individual owning the source code to something that is much bigger, it's not going to impact them. No. And it's one of those things too, where like they, they threaten to dump all of the files and information on GitHub if yeah. they, if they don't get the ransom, but like GitHub's owned by Microsoft. So like, they're just going to take it down. <laughs> and they're just going to tell and granted you once something's on the internet it's there forever i get that part of it people that will want to find it will be able to but like this guy's not really doing any real damage here or girl whoever stole this it's just like okay then you're not going to get any money and right. then you're going to dump it and then they're going to remove it and we're going to all move on with our lives 
it, it, it's also, just a stupid crime. For, like digital things for ransom is such a ridiculous thing anyway. Yeah. Um, like it's not like they're things that are damaging to people. Like it's not nudes or something like that. No. So, I mean, I guess we'll see what comes of that. I'm sure there'll be a long lawsuit and they'll figure out whoever did it and that person will go to jail. But um, for the most part right now, it seems like it's a big deal, obviously for AMD and Microsoft, but not a big deal in terms of how this will affect uh, the Series X uh, going forward. Uh, Lightning Round uh, is a company that's been in the news a lot recently for their uh, inaction due to coronavirus. Um, and they also made news this week announcing uh, permanent closures, not necessarily as a result of coronavirus, just in general because of their downward trajectory. Uh, and the company is uh, GameStop, who announced this week they'll be permanently closing an additional 300 stores after closing 300 stores last year as mm-hmm. part of its social distancing program where they <laughs> want to distance games. I mean, that's ultimately what it is. There are too many GameStops all clustered together, so they need to spread them out a bit. So they're closing some of them. Their official term is detensifying. Detensifying. That's what it was. Densifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think that's an appropriate response. I mean, all of us were saying that I honestly don't think they're going to make it past Corona very long. Like once this uh, is all kind of wound up, I think they're going to go belly up pretty soon. Um, but, I mean, this makes sense. Unfortunately, people have to lose their jobs. But also, there's, like, three GameStops in every town. So Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like that everywhere. Obviously, we have a, a glut of GameStops here. And we talked about this when they closed the yeah. last batch of them. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there are definitely rural places that have one. And then you don't have another one for, you know, an hour or whatever. Where we have, you know, two in town and two the next town over and two the town over after that. Yeah. So... Uh, will be okay in terms of being able to get them and you know being able to if move to the next one if you work there. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, they've been catching flack. Uh, we didn't really talk about this last week, where they first weren't closing stores now uh, at all due to the you know this pandemic. Uh, they have since done so, and now everything is curbside pickup or um, you know online delivery, which I mean a lot of they caught a lot of flack last week for deeming themselves essential which they're not really, but I also understand the standpoint of where they're coming from, that like people need their yeah, escapism. I, I, I kind of agreed with them initially when they said that they were essential, because as of right now, yeah, people kind of need video games to keep themselves sane. Yeah. So it did make sense that you would want to make them as available to everybody as possible. You know, like it's, they're not hospitals, they're not police officers, they're not grocery stores, like they're not as essential as we would normally deem what an essential business would be. But I mean, if there was a game coming out this week, like if, if I couldn't go get my Resident Evil, I'd be pretty pissed about it. And I, you but know, you can. I know, but it's one of those things where it's like, say I had already prepaid off this thing. I got to go buy it from another retailer then I got to wait for the GameStops to open up again to be able to get a cancellation or a refund, or they can just go to the curbside pickup. And like, I think part of the problem is, is not necessarily that they've deemed themselves as essential and that they're continuing to stay open or operate in any way. It's the fact that they're, they don't seem to be doing enough to protect the employees. that I think is the big problem, at least for me, where it doesn't seem like they're providing them enough toilet paper and hand sanitizer and bleach and wipes and, you know, gloves to be handling product and all these different things. At least now they've closed the front door so they don't have the foot traffic, but also like, and they canceled midnight launches and they've adapted the business enough to 
to at least be like, no, we should stay open because we are providing the public with a product to help them through these tough times. It's just, a, I don't think they're necessarily going about it the best way. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I more care about the way that they're treating their employees. Yeah. Like, whether or not they stay open is between them and the government, I guess, because I guess certain states are going to start fining people for staying open. Yeah, it depends on what the uh, the rules are in each individual state. And I guess you could make a point to argue that they are essential, because none, the, none of the mandates I've seen have said grocery stores are essential, gas stations are essential. There's not, like, a list of who is and who isn't there essential. Is uh, isn't it just a guideline? But we're also not under total quarantine. No, uh, but there is an actual list. It was like, unless you were these specific, uh, like following these specific categories, yeah. you're not allowed to be open. Like, because the only reason I know is because like my job is considered essential. And so I was like very vividly looking at that. So, yeah. Um, All I know is weed stores and liquor stores are essential. Yeah, and they are. Yeah, they're listed as, as, as essential. A lot of the thing. weed stores I've seen are, are going medicinal only though right now. I mean, just because like they're the people that truly need it, right? Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's they're in a tough position to be in because obviously people hate GameStop just because of you know they give you a dollar for your brand new game or whatever. Like it's kind of a an in joke to hate on GameStop, and they granted they do enough a lot of the times to warrant it. Mm. This one's just a much trickier situation, I think, because I I do agree from the standpoint of like. Man, I, I really would love to if I uh, granted I don't need anything, but like if my controller broke and I wanted to just like rush out and do a curbside pickup, that's the only real way I could do it. Like I could venture into a Walmart or a Target, but usually those are more populated and I mean you can do it at Best Buy though. Yeah, well that's true, but the the thing Best Buy is not catching that flack either. Well, because they're not treating their employees like shit. Well, I mean, we don't know. Then we, we then no we one's no one's posting memos about Best Buy the way that they are about GameStop and GameStop yeah, is just laughably bad sometimes when it comes to that stuff. And well, I, so also, I think like, it makes for better internet fodder. But we all have a history working for them too. True. So like that yeah. seeds more into us. Yeah. We yeah. get it. Hating on, on... hating on GameStop is a cool thing to do. Nobody goes out of their way to hate on Best Buy. No. If they do something egregious, people bring it up. But like you know, we had our group chat with what five, six former GameStop employees. Did every every single person in the group every chat single one of them. has worked for GameStop. Yeah. And there's six yeah. of us. So yeah. yeah. Six people who all used to work for GameStop and were all like, yeah, no, I remember the conference calls. I remember the emails. I remember the mandates. And they're yeah. all silly and stupid. And this just is compounded by the fact that there's a pandemic going on. The whole plastic bag thing was ingenious, but also terrible. Like, the there are, a store in Boston sent out an email saying, like, when you do curbside pickup, reach your hand outside the door, grab their card with the plastic bag. Uh, inside out, then use it to swipe down the machine, then turn the bag right side out with the card still in the bag, put the game in the bag, and then give it to the customer. But, like, like are we I animals now? I didn't <laughs> even think most people were taking cards like that. Like, I thought GameStops were all just curbside pickup. Like, you had to do the buy in store. online, buy the in online store. Per- yeah, because well, it's not like pickup in store anymore. Thing from, well, this is from their DM, too. Yeah. So, like, this isn't, like... This is one person's yeah, idea idea for their district, not yeah. not the company's not a idea. Mandate, yeah. So it's this is pretty genius idea, though. It yeah. is, but also like at the same time, it's like it sounds just bad. Don't stay open. Well, it sounds bad when you say it. Just put bags, bags on your hands and go for it. But like, okay, that's actually a really smart idea if you've run out of gloves. Yeah, how which much there's just gloves. Yeah, 
which there should be gloves, you know, in the cleaning supplies, but those are going to run out if you have to change them all the time. And, you know, yeah. So yeah, it's, it sounds worse. Cause it, it sounds like a, just deal with it, idiot. When like, really it's like, it's kind of a good idea, but it just, it is kind of a good idea. And it's also a, a great clickbait title. Exactly. Like GameStop employees tell, you know, to put bags on their hands. Yeah. Well, not really. Yes, they did that, but to yeah. handle other people's stuff. Exactly. So and yeah. it's better for the other, like the person with the card. They don't have to worry about who's touching their card. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're trying. They're just not necessarily going about it the best way, which is troublesome. Um, but that's par for the course. Well, so. and I've got pre-orders there, and I'm one. Like, I don't think I'll ever get my Final Fantasy, but I'm worried about if they don't. I mean, how how long is this going to last? I have fifty bucks on Ghost of Tsushima. Well, you can get the money back. Anytime. Not if they go out of business. Oh, yeah. That's my big thing. Like, I don't think they're going to last past Corona. So, like, I just lost 50, 60 bucks because I had. See, I still, I they, still think. They have to, like, give you your money back, though. Well, if they file for bankruptcy, not necessarily. Yeah, they're not going to have that money to get back. It really depends. It's one of those things, too, where I don't think, even if GameStop doesn't make it past Corona, I think physical stores may not make it but they'll still have their online infrastructure and they'll do something where your money will still be in the system somehow and they'll be able to move it around like i don't think that money will just be gone i hope I, so i think it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, they might like convert all of the like pre-orders to online sales or something yeah well, i think they're apparently trying to do it now i guess people are getting some people are getting emails saying you have a game coming out within the next you know x yeah. amount of time we're trying to mail these to your store or to your house now yeah but like i only have you know, I have a third of the price down on these. So, yeah. like, how are they going to get the rest? I mean, it could just be a thing where, like, you go in, purchase it, and they know how to, you know, deduct it or whatever. But, like, they're mailing it here. How am I going to go into the store? No, no, no. Like, they send you the email. Here, click this link to oh, finish your purchase. Oh, we charge your card $10 yeah. that you need to pay it off, and then we'll mail you your thing. Like, yeah. fill out your billing address and your mailing address, pay the remainder of it, and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, it's probably what they would do if they can. Who knows? And yeah. like they haven't listed, uh, they haven't given a list of which stores are closing either. Because like I'd be curious to know, at least in our area, which ones making the cut and which ones aren't. Um, but oh, the mall would be closing. Oh, for sure. But like I want to know if like, you know, like Tallinn's going to survive or anything like that. No, I mean the Windsor one we just heard was closing. That was separate from this though. Yeah, yeah that, that was just because it was performing. Yeah. Or that could have been part of the 300 they're closing permanently and they just knew before oh, they, they made news. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's entirely possible as well. But I guess, I mean, it remains to be seen. This is clearly going to be a thing that a saga that everyone's going to be following closely because it's, it's the only gaming store left that isn't a locally owned used store. In America. In America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess, I mean, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, something that's been teased quite uh, a bunch over the years is whether or not Apple is going to get in on the uh, the VR trend. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems to be moving more towards that direction as this week uh, pictures of what looked like a VR controller came out. Now this isn't you know like the um, any of the hand tracking or that they use for Half Life Alex or any of the you know Oculus style controls. This is more like the controls for I think like the Oculus Go, not the one that you have, Joe, but the other one. With the little hoops and the Where handles. No, not not hoops and handles. Just like a little clicker, just like a like you would to use to um, like change a slide in a slideshow. Interesting. Uh, where it's just a little remote uh, with a touchpad, kind of like did you, John? Did you ever see the one for the um, 
with the Google, not the cardboard, but whatever they came out with afterwards. Oh, it kind of just looks like a very simplified. Um, yeah, it's just a oval with a button on it, and I think a trackpad at the top. Yeah, I mean the Apple TV is that it just has play buttons, and it's not like an oval; it's like a, a square. But yeah. like the Apple TV thing is has a little trackpad on the top, and then play back and forward, and that's it. Yep. So I mean, and but that one looks just like so many other VR controllers. So there's more credence to this now that they're coming out with some kind of VR uh, headset or something for the uh, for the iPhone. Uh, and then also news this week that they were also testing an augmented reality game where you can bowl across the crosswalks of any crosswalk in the world, I would assume, where you would look at it with your phone or the VR headset. I'm not quite sure on that yet because it's still just all like rumors and speculation. But then you would pretend bowl and the lane would be the crosswalk. So you wouldn't be playing in the street, uh, though people are clumsy and I could totally see someone trying to do this you know, super exaggerated bowling stance maneuver and then falling face first into traffic. So also not every crosswalk has the lines lines. painted on it. Yeah. I guess it would have to be the ones with the lines because that's what the augmented reality would look for. Um, But I don't know. You guys have iPhones. Are you interested at all in crosswalk bowling? No, no. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't quite. Oh, also is not interested. He said, no, thank you. I didn't quite uh, think that was a good idea. (laughs) So there you go. We heard it directly from Apple itself. Now, are you supposed to be, like, dodging the cars as you, like, pull across the street or something? I don't know. Literally just one picture has been shown for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know why crosswalks in particular are so important to this. Couldn't you just play it anywhere? You could, but I think it's the fact that they're using the lines on the road as the AR, like, knowing where to put the pins. Oh, yeah, yeah. And AR doesn't work very well great to begin with on things that aren't your own atmosphere like like they're okay in a desk atmosphere like a somewhere where you're stable like not moving like but i don't know it worked fine in pokemon go like for catching and yes and no but like uh it, it also like they had to do stuff to pokemon go where like you can have your pokemon out now and you can feed it and and walk it and take a picture with like you in the environment yeah but it doesn't quite know where you are compared to the size so like a lot of the times i'll be like trying to find a pokemon i'll be like oh it's too big back up and then like you'll have to like swish yourself up against the wall and you realize that it's the size of the room instead of being desk sized or whatever yeah um so yes and no it's good if you're sitting still and it's something that is going to be appearing on your desk or on the floor or something Mm -hmm. like that but not lane i don't know how long is a bowling lane usually I mean, I don't know the exact dimensions of it, but crosswalk. 30 feet? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? If you're a bowling aficionado out there. Superfan Brian is. Sorry. So maybe Superfan Brian could tell me how long a bowling lane is. <laughs> I'll ask him later. I know what a perfect score is, and that's just about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know how many holes are in the bowling ball most yeah. of the time. But other than that, I guess we'll see. So, yeah, Apple looks like to be getting in on the AR VR game. So we'll, we'll see what they've gotten if it differs from anybody else now joe if they have an awesome headset are you gonna get it no no okay. what if it's just like google glass and it's just like aviators you stick on uh i guess it would depend on the price i mean it'd be interesting if they could seventy thousand uh, like dollars pair the technology down like that much into something that small but um i don't know like there's what is there that google could particularly have that would entice me to want to you know Apple? 
or Apple, uh, to, to could entice me to want to like play, like I don't even play games on my iPhone, you know? True. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be a cool thing for Apple arcade, but then you I mean, have... I've just tried it and there's not much on there. That's yeah. Not, uh, anything other than a mobile game. Like no. they're still mobile games. Yeah. But if there were VR games on there, I guess that would be a, a worthwhile enticement to potentially get it. But again, who knows? Well, uh... it's also going to be a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Cause it's Apple. So, yeah. uh, well, uh, Keep our eyes peeled for that. Lightning round. Uh, looks like Remedy Games is working on some new stuff. They just put out the Control DLC this week for a game many thought was a game of the year that I never finished. Uh, <laughs> just because I don't know why. I just didn't. Because <laughs> life happened. Yeah. Uh, but what's the deal with these new Remedy Games, John? Uh, they announced that they're working on two new titles uh, for Epic Games. And they're going to be in the same franchise. Uh, one of them is going to be a AAA title, and the other one is going to be more like a side story, smaller-ish title. Yeah, they did say uh, AAA multi-platform. multi-platform. So this isn't just for the Epic Games Store and PC. This is Epic will be the publisher. The, they're the publisher. And oh. also they announced that they're owning the IP for this. So they're not going to be doing the Alan Wake thing where they had to fight for the rights to get um, the IP of Alan Wake back. Um who knows what this is going to be? Uh, they, I think they put out like one picture of it, but it was like a uh, like cave with snow, and that was it. Cool. I mean, I they've done great stuff. I mean, they've only really made three games, but all of them have gotten some praise. Was it Alan Wake, Quantum Break, and Control? Yeah. Well, and, and, Max and Alan Wayne. Wake. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they still made it. Did they make the original Max Payne? Yeah. I thought Rockstar made the original Max Payne. It, the the people like from that studio did. Oh, okay. Well, so real Remedy Games yeah. has just been those three. But they again, they've all gotten pretty good praise. So yeah. I didn't play Control and I didn't play Quantum Break, but I really liked Alan Wake and the like side story game too. Hmm. So this is good. Who knows? They, they did say it was going to be a next gen game. Which we can now say again, because <laughs> next gen is a thing that exists. Um, uh, but it will be on the PS4 and on, or the PS5 and the Xbox One Series X, whatever. That's yep. really the name they're going for. Yeah. So um, X, next gen. Yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we got some movie and TV news courtesy of Netflix. Uh, first, Netflix announced this week that they've greenlit Castlevania for a fourth season. So, like, chugging along, pretty good clip. I've seen yeah, nothing which but is surprising, actually. Yeah, I've seen nothing but fantastic reviews for it. So, um, it's not surprising from that standpoint. But the fact that uh, you know there's the algorithm that says how much a TV show is viable on something like Netflix in terms of bringing in new subscribers, and after what I think two, two seasons. seasons, it's not a viable money-making show unless yep. it's a huge smash success. That you know has merch and crosses genres and boundaries and yeah. can be sold on DVD and all these other like House of Cards was a big deal because they had merch and well that was you, Amazon no it wasn't no House, House of, of Cards, Cards was Netflix no it was Amazon no Amazon had that like Alpha House one where it was about congressional members with John Goodman and it was a comedy uh, House no. House of Cards was like Netflix's first big production you know yeah. HBO quality production. Oh. That like put them on the map, but also these aren't like full season shows as well. 
and they're animated. So like these yeah. things can be done on different production schedules than a Correct. traditional filmed TV Correct. series. Um, and but you know from everything that I've heard, like I watched everything but the last episode of the first season. I, I did the same thing because I started watching it again. I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and I was like, I watched it all in one chunk, and then I was like, and eh, there's only one left, but it's like. 11.30, I'm going to go to bed. And yeah. then never watch the last. Yeah, that's what I did. Where it was, I think mine was later, where it was like, binge watch the first three, and it was like, oh, sweet, this show is really awesome. Like, I'm going to go, though. It's like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning on like a yeah. Friday. I, I'm going to call it a night, guys, if you guys want to keep watching, whatever. Like, I'll catch up on my own. And then I got home, was like, oh, there's one left. I'm stupid. I should have <laughs> set 24 minutes out. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. It's good, Joe. It's very good. I think you would like it. Uh, I know Tyler watched it all very recently, and I think he had praise for it because he was on a Castlevania kick. Yeah, um, I think you'd watch, I think you'd like it, Joe. And like I, you know me, I don't like anime, and it's anime stylized and Esk, yeah, yeah. But it, it was good. It was entertaining, and I don't know the lore of Castlevania at all. So as someone, it's slightly different. I mean, it's, it's but it's the still same character names and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's not following canon of games or anything. Like no, that. but I feel like as someone like Joe would appreciate. Yeah, the, the like side yeah. stuff. Um, the stuff that I wouldn't necessarily have picked up on. So yeah. I think it's worth a shot, Joe. Mm. I mean, where, what do you got to do? You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I just get turned off by like American anime. Like I, I know that it's, it's supposed to be very good, but it, that always up until now that has traditionally just been like a, uh, not a good sign of quality. Mm-hmm. So I just can't get past like that you know, predetermined prejudice against it. Well, I would say go in with an open mind and uh, get ready for a season four. It is the anime uses a different animation technique, not just like the look of it, but like it's a different frame rate than normal animation. Mm-hmm. And this uses um, like a conventional Western uh, animation style. So it does look like anime and pointy hair and bigger eyes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, like choppy hmm. like regular anime is so that's probably the big draw for other people as well yeah maybe that's like, why it didn't bother me as much yeah and that's why i'm like bringing it up because i think you, maybe you were like oh it's not weirdly stilted i guess because it's a different frame rate well and the, the art style is different enough where it doesn't look like yeah, everything there's no else. teardrops and, yeah. yeah inverted checkerboard patterns or whatever right, right. no shit that i hate <laughs> uh and there are plenty of demons so that's no school though uh no but i'm sure they fighting on the way home from church yeah there you go same thing <laughs> sunday school yes. boom got it. Figured, it figured it out tied it all together um so yeah so they've uh greenlit a fourth season there so look forward to that um there's also rumors that they will be developing a dragon's lair uh project i gotta double check if this is a movie or a tv show i feel like it's a movie maybe they'll stretch it out now Dra- joe tell the people what dragon's lair was uh, Dragon's Lair was an old arcade game that made its way to uh, some consoles, uh, primarily like in the CD generation. Uh, it was made by Don Bluth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it is a uh, like I don't even know how to properly describe it uh, in terms it's like of a point and click. Play. It is point and click. It's a point and click, but you just you would use but the joystick, like a, and it's... it's like a fast paced like reaction point and click. Like it's point and click, but you have to do it really quickly. Yeah, uh, like and you have to like know this. the right things to click on. Uh, where you play Dirk the Daring, uh, who is a knight trying to save a princess from a castle guarded by a dragon. Uh, and yeah, it's very much like you click around uh, and try and avoid getting killed in every room that you come across. 
Uh, it's primarily known for its fantastic animation. Like I said, Don Bluth, who's a legend in the animation. Yeah, American uh, Tale, tree. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Those are all yeah. Don Bluth creations. Uh, uh, there were two of them, and then like a quasi-sequel that was Space Ace. That was basically a future version of it. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, so Netflix is, had been, I guess, negotiating the rights for this for like a year, um, have secured those rights, uh, and will be looking to make a live action uh, movie adaptation. So it is a movie, not a TV show. Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool story. It's something fun and different. I'm sure you can kind of play up the video game elements of it a little bit. Uh, obviously, you know, the original stands is, is what it is. Um, the other piece of news here is that it's most likely going to be starring Ryan Reynolds. So, because he does every, he's now the new video game character movie I, guy. I guess that free guy movie looks cool. So, I guess I'm surprised we'll, that's not one of those out now things. Well, that's not supposed to be out for another couple of months. I think that's a summer movie anyway. Oh, okay. So that might be one that we get tomorrow <laughs> early if if it calls for it. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess this could be pretty cool. I don't have yeah. much. I don't have high hopes for it necessarily, but um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing a, like a goofy, especially if they play it up somehow. You know, this might also be a Jumanji type thing where you get sucked into the game or something. Like we know, we yeah. don't know. Um, the script looks like it's going to be written by the people who did Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I believe. Uh, and the, which and wasn't that movie. good. Yeah, Dan and Kevin Hageman, who worked on the Lego movie and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Well, Lego movie was good, but... Yeah, but how much of that was them versus the um, the other guys that did Solo and... The uh, Lord, Lord, and Lord Miller? Lord Miller, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, weirdly, like, I don't know how they could properly do it in, it, like... One of the, I don't know, morbid aspects of the game is one of the, like, the things that people really remember about Dragon Lair is all of the, like, hilarious ways that you die in the game because it is very, like, quick reaction, like, knowing what you're supposed to do. Uh, You die constantly throughout the game. Um, So it would be interesting to see if they try and, like, do some sort of, I don't know, like, Groundhog's Day-y kind of thing. What if it's like Katana Zero, like where he like is thinking about it over in his mind? Like rewind time, like yeah, like plot it out. Yeah, because like in Katana Zero, it's just like, oh no, that's not gonna work. Like, and then when it finally does, is when it plays out. Yeah, I think that would be the only way. Like, it would have to be something where, well, there's other movies that like uh, Superbad kind of did that, where he like thinks about the three different ways to get booze. Yeah. And like yeah, that happens all the time. Where it's you, you see these people's like inner monologue playing out a yeah. scenario where you like, think uh, it was really happening, but in fact, no. It's it then cuts back. It like zooms out from their eye, and they're right. like, "All right, now I'm going to do the thing because right. I've thought about it." Yeah, so it like it's more like that. Like it's Shaun of the Dead, where he keeps like going over the plan. Yeah, yeah. And then you could also do it too, where he's got a you'd throw a ragtag group of misfits next to him, and they're the ones who were dying these ridiculous deaths, as opposed to the main character. I guess because um, you're gonna have to. Uh, this isn't just gonna be a guy by himself. Like you're gonna have to pad it out with extra characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the fact that it's Netflix means I'm gonna watch it. It's no skin off my back. Right. Uh, but I don't know. It could be interesting. I like Ryan Reynolds. He seems to be on a tear as of late. So. Sure. 
I'll uh, I'll take it. Except for Underground Six or whatever that was. Oh, Six Underground. I, I didn't like, watch it. I hated. It. I couldn't even finish it. It was incredibly dumb and very fun. Yeah, that was just uh, introduce all these people for a heist movie, and then the last ten minutes is the heist, right? No, no. It's it it's starts like off heists. right with the heist, but oh, it's just okay. overly gory and like on an intent like. The, the action's just over the top, bonkers. It's a game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's what you would expect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Remember, you can find the Games Cast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you were most excited about from the Nintendo Direct Mini. Are you seeing slower download speeds? Are you affected by the GameStop closures? Or would you like to see uh, them do more during this uh, pandemic? Do you want to do Crosswalk Bowl? or are you excited for what remedy has in store for us um let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh, remember we also do have our first ever let's play up on our youtube channel which i'll link below uh in the description so you can check that out if you haven't already uh let us know what you'd like to see in terms of more let's plays from us uh we can work on that since we have nothing but time on our hands well when we can all be in the same room when we can all be in the same room it'll probably be probably doable here i just don't know how that works separate yeah we can figure it out um but you can still check that out on our youtube channel uh but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm joe and i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening john tell them the lost their hands <laughs> you're gonna you gonna do it i did i said oh, wash you your hands did. oh okay. said at the same time gotcha okay i want to make sure it came through though because you guys did say it at the same time i want yeah. to make sure that everyone hears great minds wash your, wash your hands Wash your hands.